The Adventures of Pinocchio Once upon a time, in a small town, lived a carpenter named Geppetto. He lived a very lonely life. So when Mastro Cherry learned of it, he gave him a piece of speaking wood and asked him to carve it into a puppet to accompany him. The puppet had a pair of bright, large eyes, a straight nose, and a round mouth. Geppetto put a leather outfit on him. What a lovely puppet! From now on you will be my son, and your name would be Pinocchio. In order to make Pinocchio smart and useful, Geppetto walked through the cold and snow to sell his overcoat for money to buy textbooks for Pinocchio so he could go to school. Pinocchio leapt for joy. It's great! I will go to school like other children. The next day, on his way to school, Pinocchio became very distracted by the lights and sounds of a circus troupe. He thought, My poor daddy sold his overcoat for my school. Now he's shuddering in the cold. But I can go to school tomorrow. There isn't a circus every day. Without thinking another moment, he exchanged his textbook for a circus ticket. Many other children were doing the same thing. Pinocchio and the other children could not help themselves in the circus and made all kinds of trouble. The circus owner, called the Fire Eater, seized him. The Fire Eater was enormously angry and told Pinocchio he would use him to nurse the fire. Pinocchio sobbed. Oh, I'm so very sorry, but I didn't do it intentionally. My father has sold his clothes to support my going to school. Now if you burn me, he will lose the sun. How cruel that would be. Hearing this, the Fire Eater was moved by the story. Chaos you have caused around here makes me as mad as a wet hen. But your father's love for you moves me. Take your money back. Go to school and be a good boy in the future. The Fire Eater took out several gold coins and gave them to Pinocchio. On his way back, Pinocchio met a lame fox and a one-eyed cat. He showed off his gold coins given to him by the Fire Eater. The wicked cat and fox thought of bad ideas when they saw the coins. The fox said, Well, we are going to the Wonderland to plant gold coins. Will you go with us? And the sly cat followed. The gold coins planted there will grow to big trees overnight, and the trees are hung with gold coins, which could support you for the rest of your life. Pinocchio was convinced, and he decided to follow them to the Wonderland. That night, the fox and cat disguised themselves as robbers to snatch Pinocchio's gold coins. But Pinocchio was wise and hid the coins in his mouth and was able to dodge their ambush. But soon Pinocchio was captured by them and hung on a tree, his coins taken from him. At this moment, he thought of his kind father at home, and he wept sadly. The next morning, Pinocchio, feeling ill and tired, opened his eyes in the warm sunshine and found he had been saved by a beautiful fairy. The fairy asked Pinocchio to drink some medicine to take away his fever, but Pinocchio threw a tantrum and said, the medicine is too bitter. I will need a lump of sugar to swallow the medicine. But after eating the sugar, Pinocchio still refused the medicine. 
Then the fairy asked where his gold coins had gone, and Pinocchio lied, saying, I lost them. But as he said this, Pinocchio's wooden nose began to grow longer and longer. Several black rabbits carrying a coffin stepped into the room and said, The noses of children who tell lies will grow longer and longer, and those who do not drink their medicine will die of their fever. Pinocchio panicked and drank the medicine as fast as he could. He said fearfully, I am sorry, fairy. My gold coins are not lost. I've lied to you, and I don't want to die. Before his words were finished, his nose shrunk back, and his fever instantly disappeared. The fairy asked Pinocchio to go back to his father, but on the way he met the fox and cat once again. If we don't go to the Wonderland today, the land will be sold, and we'll lose the chance to grow gold coins. Pinocchio was determined to get his coins back somehow, so he followed them without thinking. Pinocchio planted some of the gold coins handed to him, but the next morning there was no gold coin tree growing out of the land. Even worse, the gold coins buried in the ground were gone. He ran to the local sheriff to ask for help in finding his coins, but the sheriff accused Pinocchio of being a thief and sent him to jail. Pinocchio finally realized he had been tricked by the fox and the cat. Several days later, the hungry and downtrodden Pinocchio was finally released. He passed by a vineyard and found nobody keeping watch, so he quietly went in and picked grapes for eating. Oh no! He was captured by a steel trap! Just then, the vineyard owner found Pinocchio and scolded him. You naughty boy! You dare to steal grapes here? Don't you know that stealing things will put you in prison? Pinocchio made an apology immediately, so the vineyard owner pardoned him and let him leave. When Pinocchio returned to the fairy's home, he found no one. Just then, a pigeon appeared, and Pinocchio pleaded with him to help him find his father. The pigeon carried him on his back into the sky. After a long time in the air, when the pigeon was about to fly across the ocean, Pinocchio suddenly spotted a boat, and the sailor looked like his father. Pinocchio thanked the pigeon and jumped off into the sea, but the boat had disappeared. Pinocchio had no choice but to return ashore, where the fairy was waiting at the shoreline. Fairy, I jumped into the sea but didn't find father. If I was a good boy and followed his words, I would not be looking for him today. Pinocchio said sadly in tears. Knowing that Pinocchio had learned his lesson, the fairy returned him to school, and Pinocchio decided to study hard and be a good boy. One day, some of the mischievous boys in school told Pinocchio that they saw his father being swallowed by a whale when they were playing at the beach. Pinocchio ran frantically up to the sea, but found nothing but the mischievous boys who liked to make fun of him. He returned home in low spirits, but decided to turn his sadness for his father's disappearance into studying harder than he ever had before. Another year passed, and the fairy was glad that Pinocchio was now a nice boy and good student. She promised to turn him into a real boy, and she asked Pinocchio to invite his friends over for a celebration. Pinocchio merrily ran through the town, telling everyone he met that he would become a real boy. 
Pinocchio went to invite his friend Lampwick. But Lampwick said, Ah, I really want to attend your party, but I'm going to the land of toys. There is no school and no parents there, and everyone there is a child. Every day you can enjoy yourself and do whatever you like. Will you go there together with me? Seeing so many children sitting on the wagon, Pinocchio could not help but jump on, and they rode towards the land of toys. What Lampwick had described was true. In the land of toys, the children could play without a care, or without having to work or study. Pinocchio was living a very happy life there. The days passed by, but one morning, five months later, when Pinocchio got up, he found a pair of donkey ears had grown out of his head. He was astonished, and then he saw a pair of donkey ears on Lampwick's head. While they were mocking each other's goofy appearance, the rest of them started turning into donkeys. They even sounded like donkeys. Hee-haw! 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 At that moment, a group of big fellows rushed in, saying, We came here because we know you kids don't like to study. When you turn into foolish donkeys, we will sell you for money! Ha-ha-ha! <laughs> they were all tied up by the big fellows. Pinocchio was sold to a drum maker. In order to make drums out of Pinocchio's hide, the drum maker tied up Pinocchio and threw him into the sea to drown him. The fishes and sharks in the sea surrounded him and gnawed away until nothing was left but the wood, and Pinocchio was just a puppet again. Breaking away from the drum maker's rope, Pinocchio was swept away and swallowed into the stomach of a nearby whale. Laying in the darkness in the whale's stomach, Pinocchio thought of his father and the fairy and decided to find the way out. How come there's a light inside this whale? He said as he gazed upon a distant light inside the stomach of the whale. Pinocchio ran toward the light and when he reached it, he found a man holding a candle. It was his father, Geppetto. Oh, father, I found you at last. Do you know how much I missed you? Oh! Pinocchio, my dear boy! The father and son cried with tears of joy. It turned out that when Geppetto went out to sea to look for Pinocchio, he was eaten by the whale. But fortunately, in the stomach of the whale, there was a small cargo boat loaded with food, so Geppetto was able to survive in the stomach of the whale for a long time. Pinocchio set his mind to save his father so they could finally lead a happy life together. So he carried Geppetto on his back and waited until the whale opened its mouth to catch fish. He swam out and all the way to the shore, dog-tired. Returning to his home, Pinocchio studied as hard as he could and did odd jobs to support his father. One beautiful morning, the fairy visited him again, and she praised Pinocchio as he had finally become a good boy. She kept her promise and changed Pinocchio into a real boy. Wow, I've become a real boy. Thank you, fairy. Pinocchio sprang to his feet joyfully. From then on, Pinocchio and his father led a long and happy life. <laughs>